At the end of civilization, humanity struggles to survive. Will they also succeed in keeping their humanity alive? Fleeing across a landscape of death, survivors will gather. Some will know each other and some will be strangers, but together they must find some sense of family or they will assuredly find ruin alone. A world of perpetual grays where staying alive eclipses all notions of morality. Or does it? Can people keep looking into the abyss and learn to ignore its baleful gaze back? Can hope for normalcy be retained or is death just the order of the day? Will humanity rebuild or simply become the monsters they fight until monsters are all that's left? At the end of civilization, will humanity be able to live for a brighter future, or will they only learn to fear the walking dead? Two, three, freaks. So, hi, this is uh, Fear the Walking Dead cast, as it always is when I announce that it's Fear the Walking Dead cast. And we're doing your weekly recap of uh, Walking Dead this week, Season 7, Episode 3, called The Cell. And sadly, our usual co-hosts, the Hugheses, could not make it tonight, and I'm going to go ahead and pretend that it's because Beth could just not handle talking about the horrors that her well, beloved Daryl went through I this week. I think they got really upset about that <laughs> plot line where Rick stole a time ship, went back in time, and spread the Walker virus to the Civil War. Ah, that was it. Yeah, see, they missed a good one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or was that Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, that was Legends of Tomorrow yeah, that was last week. <laughs> they saw those zombie ratings for the return of The Walking Dead, and they're like, we need zombies in this show immediately. Yeah. But, no, I, I don't think that Beth actually couldn't come on the show to talk about Daryl. They had a thing, you know, other people yeah, no. have lives, I'm told. Um, astounding yeah, I'm, to me. I'm told, but... I'm told that, too. <laughs> But I am joined uh, by our other two regular co-hosts, Sarah Tone and Mike Zumo. So say hello. 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 And uh, so let's jump in and do that uh, zombie thing. Um, obviously, haven't seen any more of the uh, the the crew that uh, was at the baseball game yet. It's apparently coming next week. This was a very Daryl and Dwight centric episode and, some and good boy shows. did we see a lot of daryl yeah so, you know and, and i'm sure we saw more daryl than i wanted to see me too and i'm, I'm sure the ladies were maybe happy there was not enough daryl <laughs> he was a little grimy despite a, a you know gratuitous nude scene he was looking a little rough i don't know if it, it was sexy naked or pitiful naked uh, anywho yeah, lots of Daryl in the cell. It's uh, fun and games. Nice, uh, f- uh, friendly music montage start, though. It's uh, fun and games time around Negan's compound, and we're enjoying life as a henchman through the eyes of Dwight. Uh, there's <laughs> Who's the Boss on TV, literally the first thing you see. I thought that was great. Yeah, never uh, thought I'd see that on The Walking Dead. Yeah, VHS copy, no less. And for some of our younger listeners... VHS tapes used to be these things that you would get movies on before things like downloads and Blu-rays. Um, as far ancient... as I know, that's even that's even before before DVD. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's this ancient artifact that somehow has still survived into the apocalypse, despite the fact they don't even make them anymore. Uh, but anyway, VHS copies, gotta love that. The full Disney uh, catalog, I'm sure. Booze, a lady friend, hobbies, uh, yeah, fresh bread, and Dwight taking the best sandwich making supplies from. All his fellow new sanctuary members that he's checking in. I want to point out that I probably haven't seen a knock hockey table since 1988. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that that whole I think the whole sanctuary is kind of stuck in in the late eighties, early nineties right. somehow. They they like that motif apparently. But uh, yeah, Dwight's loving life. He's large and in charge of the daily goings on, and he's reaping the perks. So we get some good footage of like the Savior's main compound and what goes on there, and we find out they have a Walker Wall defense, uh, similar to La Colonia over on the other show there. Dwight is uh, watching some minions doing various dangerous tasks amongst the walkers, which is like they basically get dead people and, and you know hook them up and, and make them their defense. Dwight makes himself a lot of sandwiches in our little musical montage, and we see him about to make another, but we're pretty sure it's not... It was not- just one sandwich. It just took forever to make. Oh, was it just one sandwich? I don't know. It was it, just one sandwich. It only just, took 15 minutes to make hungry, it. I was hungry. Which is about how long it takes me to make a sandwich. That's all I know. Until this sandwich that he made, which was clearly not for him, as it's a dog food sandwich. So, sure enough, he's taking it to our imprisoned, naked, and distraught hero, Daryl, who hungrily tears into it. And we're on easy street. <laughs> Daryl wakes up to a horribly peppy song, which we soon figure out is being used as a torture method to keep him awake and going insane, uh, which it would do that after a while. Dwight brings him another Alpo burger, and we get a Groundhog Day-type montage of Daryl's shitty life in the cell, basically. you know, Same shit, different day. But suddenly Daryl uh, brings... But suddenly Daryl... But suddenly Dwight brings him some ratty clothes... And the next day, he is escorted out of his room for a little walk. Derek, uh, Derek, where the fuck did I get Derek? Dwight is carrying his crossbow and, of course, wearing his angel jacket. They go to the doctor's office where Dwight runs into his ex-wife, Sherry, awkward, and Dwight learns that she's had a pregnancy test, which is apparently, thankfully, negative. Uh, Sherry tries to talk to Daryl briefly, but Dwight yells at her. The doctor examines Daryl's wounds and assures him that Negan will take care of him. He's been such a smashing host so far. Emphasis on the smashing. <laughs> yeah, not yet. But speaking of the devil, uh, here comes Negan down the hall and everyone kneels to the king. Dwight takes Daryl to see the wall. Uh, chores in progress. Dwight shows him what his fate might be as one of the dead that's guarding the compound. You can be like them or you can be like me, Daryl. Uh, Daryl tells him he'll never kneel and Dwight replies that he said the same thing at first. Daryl's frustration gets the better of him, and he starts kicking the door of his cell. Now, Negan is finding uh, amusement in this and talking to Dwight about Daryl being close to breaking. And as a reward for his good work, and because Negan has to remind us that, yes, he can get creepier, he offers Dwight a blast from the past roll in the hay with Sherry, but then he says he's kidding. Probably a test. He probably would have gotten a kiss from Lucille if he'd said yes instead. And I think Dwight was smart enough to know that. <laughs> he declines, and uh, Negan asks him way too much about uh, his Eugene-inflicted dick wound. But Dwight assures him everything's copacetic in, in the old uh, trousers, which is way more than we needed to know about anyone in this show. Saved by the walkie-talkie, and Negan learns that they have an orange situation. <laughs> Someone is, We have an orange situation in this country right now. Someone has <laughs> run off, and, and Dwight is going after him. On Daryl's bike, of course. More rage. I thought that was Daryl's bike. It gotta be, you know, just because it would be the meanest thing they could do to us. Uh, Daryl's music torture continues, and the temporary guard brings him some food. But Daryl notices that the door is not completely closed, and he escapes. Dwight is wheeling the bike along as it's had some mechanical problems, and he comes to a scene of carnage where a car full of people has fallen off an overpass. 
and Dwight almost gets squished by a walker falling on him, and uh, he gets banged up a little bit, fighting off the dead. Back at the escape, Daryl runs into Sherry, who tells him to get back into his cell. He ignores her and presses on, almost to freedom, and then he's stopped by a shitload of saviors and Negan himself. So, kind of saw that one coming. I, I oh, yeah, but that was it was going to be quite that, that easy. That was a great scene, though, with Negan mm. and Daryl. Stevie yeah. Wonder could have seen that coming. Yeah, exactly. Coming. Yeah, Daryl could not. Yeah, no. Well, you got to try, man. He's he's he knows he's either escapes or he's doomed, probably. So he's wearing Kmart sweatpants and eating Alpo. <laughs> yeah, I would run too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it comes a point. From which one? The Kmart sweatpants or the Alpo? <laughs> Both. <laughs> the music would, you know, I would knock yeah, my freaking leg to get away from that music if necessary. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Daryl, or Negan, um, yeah, Negan plays the Who Are You game with his men, and Daryl breaks down, uh, by the way, the proper answer is, I am Negan, in case you're ever asked. Negan breaks down Daryl's options. So you can join the wall as a walker, work for points, which apparently sucks, or be a happy member of the gang and get all the perks. I'm pretty sure option one sucks as well. Uh, probably, although you really wouldn't notice it after a certain point. <laughs> like, right before you actually start the job, you wouldn't care right. anymore. <laughs> Negan threatens the bat, but Daryl doesn't even flinch, and uh, which impresses the hell out of Negan. He lets him live to go back to the cell, but first he gets a sound beating from the minions. The other Negans, I guess. <laughs> Negan I mean, and the not Negans. only didn't he flinch, he stepped into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'd expect from our guy. Yep. Back on the road, Dwight finds the escapee struggling with a walker, but uh, Dwight saves him. Uh, Sherry is outside. Sherry just wanders the wa- ha- halls of the prison, apparently, because she keeps <laughs> popping up there. Uh, but plot device, gotta have it. Sherry's outside Daryl's door and uh, wants to chat. She's seeking some kind of maybe atonement for her betrayal of him in the woods and once again reinforcing just do what they say or things will get worse. And he's like, I'm eating dog food. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said in my brain. Dwight is telling the escapee that he needs to go back, but the man is pretty much at the end of his rope and would pretty much rather die and he basically begs Dwight to kill him. Uh, and Dwight does the whole I'll kill everyone you care about thing and put him on the wall and I, it sounded like he agreed to go back, right? Am I... it, it, well, it sounded like he gave up. Right. Alright, you win, but there, you, we both know that there's nothing. That's what he said. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, but it he seemed like up. he kept walking in the same direction, so it was, I took it as he agreed to go back with him to spare his he friends. Did. He yeah, did. That, he that's said, the okay, way I took win. that, too. But it looked like he just kept walking in the same direction, so I didn't. But what happened that. to the motorcycle? What did they cut out? I know. What, I, yeah. I blink because the bike was okay. Yeah, he there's. Was, he, and then he, he and then he was when pushing. he got to the accident. He shut it off when he got to the accident, and then he was pushing it through the goo. The walker fell. Da 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 da. The next thing they show, the front end is banged up and the spokes are missing. And he's in a he's lot worse shape than... Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, I know. I was wondering that, too, when I was what just watching. What happened? So something got sliced out for time or something, yeah, because I noticed that, too. I'm That's guessing just it like, might be something relatively important, because I know I didn't blink that long. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a flashback or something, but, yeah, it was very jarring and, you know, just like, okay, well, something's gone on that, that we're not aware of, but... They either said bad 
time edit, or we'll find out later, I guess. Anyway, um, anyway, Dwight mercifully kills the guy anyway, if you can call it that. He shot him in the back. That ain't merciful. Well, no, but you know, you got to keep him intact because he's going to work. <laughs> so right. you can't, can't do the headshot. You chose option one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he probably could have done a close heart shot or something when he was in front of him and been a little quicker about it. Uh, well, it's not clear how far away they are from the compound. He doesn't want to drag that all the way back. True, yeah. And just wait a minute and it'll follow him. Yeah, especially without a... Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the way he did it. Cause with sure a bit less arguing. He sure ain't taking him on the bike with him for various reasons. Anyway, Dwight runs into Sherry in the halls, and they awkward. There's a very small place sanctuary, apparently, and they awkwardly chat to her, uh, chat about her and Negan. Is Dwight happy? Blah blah blah. That kind of apocalypse small talk you have when your fascist leader has stolen your wife. Um, they change Daryl's music up slightly. Then Dwight comes back with another shit sandwich and to rub it in that Daryl got Glenn killed. He also leaves a Polaroid, and then my brain went, who the fuck still has a Polaroid? Especially in the apocalypse, and they start making those like ten years ago. But, whatever. I said the same thing about knock hockey tables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it said, stuck in the 80s in this show or something. This is like alternate timeline, freaking Walking Dead. Maybe that's how they'll fix everyone at the end of it. It was all a dream. You knew somebody at Negan's had the Polaroids because when they went through Polaroids before. Oh, I know. Yeah, but when, it just, when they know. took out all the people in the compound, that they're, whole wall was full of they're, they're just Polaroids. not a thing anymore, and then haven't been for a little bit. So. Yeah, they raided somebody's grandmother's house. <laughs> Must be, yeah. Those grandmothers are hoarders. I, I see a ton of them on the garage sale trails. They've still, still got so, yeah, flash bars for pity's sakes. Now, yeah. come on. <laughs> After the apocalypse, they probably raided Honeywell's garage. Yeah, exactly. yeah that would be a, a story. That's right where I'm stuff. going at the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. I know where all the good shit is. <laughs> at the very least, we'll have enough board games to play forever between him and me. <laughs> but, yeah, just picking the nits. Uh, but nice, yeah, a little shot of uh, Glenn's bastion head. I don't even remember anybody snapping that shot, but whatever. A new song, and even Daryl can't resist the dulcet tones of Roy Orbison, and he starts crying over Glenn. Or the music. Yeah, but, you know, even you can't listen to Roy Orbison if you're already upset and listen to that, too. And it's like, and Dwight knew it. He was just out there sucking it up. And like, <laughs> Dwight arrives to get Daryl one more time for a meeting with Negan, who's his normal, charming self. Um, he's kind of playing good cop, though, offering a drink with straws and. Negan gives us the origin of Dwight and Sherry. Uh, basically means they, they got behind on points and then they pulled their little uh, medical heist to try to save Sherry's sister. And, um, yep, uh, Sherry was originally going to be the one to marry Negan, presumably, but they escaped instead. Came back, begged for their life, and uh, Negan spared Dwight because he got Sherry as a consolation prize. So it's the longest short of. Uh, his story, but that wasn't enough, so they had to do the iron thing on Dwight's face too. Well, they had to make sure he got the point. Yeah, well, you know, because well, like he wasn't pretty enough to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I see, that dude still reminds me of Matthew McConaughey. He's like, I don't know, sounds like him too, but obviously without the facial scarring. Again, he offers Daryl the "I'm Negan" pledge of allegiance, which, uh, of course, Daryl answers, "I'm Daryl." 
And instead of bashing his head to mush, luckily, Daryl is sent back to the cell and he tells Dwight he knows why he did it. Um, because he did it for someone else and tells him that that's why he can't do it. So the show closes with a new walker on the wall, who is the guy that Dwight was sent to retrieve, who reaches towards Dwight almost as if he still recognizes him. I thought that was, I don't know, maybe an intentional... Hmm. You know, maybe they do retain something in the first days after they turn and stuff. I don't know. Probably just the show fucking with us. That's all, kids. Talk amongst yourselves. What do you guys think? (laughs) I still have that stupid song in my head. It's horrible. Uh, Oh, it is. Yeah, that's going right at the end of this podcast, too. And only faithful listeners will will listen to the thing (sighs) right to the end. It's horrible. We're counting on you. Yeah. Well, that was the po- that was the point. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, we- go ahead. Still yeah. there after days. Yeah. Can you imagine the uh, the the licensing conversation to get this song? <laughs> yeah. What do you want to use it for? I want to torture someone. Yeah, we're, we're going to portray it as a torture device. It should do wonders <laughs> for your sales. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. It might. <laughs> Well, we used to. That's I, a, there's there's actually a thirty minute loop of it on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure. There's ten hour loops of shit on YouTube. Honeywell finds them all the time. He's putting them. <laughs> up. He found a, you know like circus music. He's been putting up a ten hour loop. Of, I mean, who even has enough time to do this shit? <laughs> Some people have no life. I don't understand it. It's the internet. Nah. <laughs> well, there, there's ways to do it that you don't just sit there and listen. to Yeah, it you can do a lot of yourself. <laughs> That way lies madness. Um, but yeah, we actually we 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 do stuff like that at like uh, Guantanamo Bay, you know, uh, torture techniques with the uh, with uh, music, annoying and otherwise. And I think we we're actually playing, you know, pop stuff to them in Guantanamo Bay. I remember reading some stories. So it's it's got a long, proud tradition of, of a torture device. Yes, I'm sure we're torturing people. We're torturing terrorists with Taylor Swift. A little did they know that's actually Daryl's favorite song, and he was just <laughs> laughing on the inside. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He, How long do we think he's been there? I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that'll become clear like next week because apparently I think it's he's gonna go on a supply run with Negan next week. I think the previews were showing or one preview I saw. Yeah, I know he's going. Uh, is, is Negan going to Alexandria next week? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the the one synopsis I read was, you know, for preview synopsis. Get his first shipment. So it's got to be, wouldn't he say, didn't he say, like, he'd be back in a couple weeks or something? I think one week. Yeah, so. I would guess it would probably be an Alpo sandwich a day. Right. So So that's, what, four days? Yeah, four to to a week. Negan's a man of his word, remember. So if he said he'll be at Alexandria in a week, he'll be there in a week. I have no so we're doubt. guessing this happened during the same time as last week's episode. Yeah, essentially. Although that that could happen anytime too. That's really not right. dependent on on any you know anybody's deadline, I guess. Right. Well, eventually so the storylines have to converge. This is what makes me crazy about the, this <laughs> format. Yeah. As I said, yeah, you're going to get storylines that could like kind of happen anywhere, and then ones that are more time sensitive. So, right. Know, We'll see where the crew is next week after a week after the the carnage. We don't even know if uh, I would have liked. I I understand why they didn't check right in with him in the second episode, but I was kind of hoping we'd get something this episode. We are still a little concerned about Maggie and the baby. 
Yeah, we haven't heard anything anything from them yet. Yeah. <laughs> Be nice to get that dangling thread tied up a little bit. And I'm sure we will next week. Because we haven't got anyone else, like, outstanding, right? They did the separate Terrell and Morgan. They did the separate Daryl. And everyone else is pretty much together, right? Or no, we yeah. still got Tara and... and um, fuck, why can't I ever think of his name? Hugh? No. The dude with the hair. The kid with the dreadlocks. Yeah, he's one of my favorite yeah. characters in the comics, too. And it's, I cannot remember his name. Heath. It's Heath. Heath. It's got to be Heath. Victory for I think the it memory. Is. Yep. <laughs> Sorry for forgetting you all these weeks, Heath. Well, do we even care what they're doing? Not really. Not really. You know, except we <laughs> said poor Tara doesn't even know about Nurse, uh, Nurse Denise there yet with oh. the, uh, the crossbow through the eye. So, yeah, really? What are, do we even know so. what they're doing? Oh, they were off on some run or something, some supply run or medicine or food or fucking orange soda or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she's still wandering around with orange soda because she doesn't know Denise is dead. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Well, maybe she's gotten back. They'll, they'll probably show her like just miss, you know, suddenly back at Alexander next week right. and grieving with everyone. But I actually like those two characters a lot. I, I want to see more of them. I think Tara's yeah, a great character know. on this show. <laughs> And it was just getting interesting with, you know, her new girlfriend and then Crossbow. And so we'd like to see how she deals with that, at least. What else would we watch this show for? Not to see actors portraying misery all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sadists that we are. <laughs> so where do we think Dwight stands? <sighs> Is, what do you mean exactly? I, I can't tell if he's with Negan or not. I think he has his doubts. You think he's just going along to get along? Yeah. I think that's pretty much what you do with a situation like that anyway. I mean, he he did, like, he did volunteer for the, the retrieval mission there, um, you know, even though Negan was going to give him a pass on it. And it's like, yeah, stay here and get laid instead. And uh, you've done good work. And he's like, no, you know, he tried to make him believe that he enjoys doing it, which I'm not sure I believe. No, I don't believe he enjoys that, but perhaps, uh, whatever that guy's name was. I don't even remember. Random New right. Walker. Ran- number, number 39. Yeah. <laughs> his name is, it don't matter. That's, that's what his I'll, name I'll, is. Number Unless, 39 with pickles and mustard in his foot right. locker. Unless he yeah. has something to say that uh, Dwight didn't want anyone else hearing. Yeah, possibly, or I even felt that maybe it was just a humane thing, that he's like, well, this guy was kind of my friend, if anyone's going to deal with it, it probably should be me, or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that could be... possible Dwight was looking for any reason to leave the compound? That could be, too. Get away from Negan? Yeah, and I have to do with, you know, naked Daryl duty every day. Um, I can see where that would get kind of old, too. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, for some people, but you know. Well, at this point, Daryl has pants on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big A on his chest. Wouldn't you like to see the boy cleaned up a little before you see him naked? I mean, <laughs> he takes Negan's deal, get himself a shower, a nice room. You know, can have rendezvous. <laughs> uh, what's the Deadpool looking like? Who's who's going to go from? Are we going to see a daring escape, or I have bad feelings about what might happen next week if if Negan is taking Daryl to Alexandria? 
I feel like he's, he thinks he might need to, you know, Rick's going to say something stupid and he's going to feel like he needs to make another example or something. I don't think so. I think Rick is broken. Yeah, I hope so. People need I to, think Rick is going to do whatever Negan tells him to. <clears throat> People need to not let him make decisions for a while. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, the, uh, the preview shows him saying he's not in charge anymore. So Yeah. Maybe he's going to... Uh, Relinquish decisions. I'm afraid to make predictions now since uh, Beth had, you know, scolded me last week for being a comic reader and, and knowing where things are going. I feel like all my predictions are going to be scrutinized and think that I'm cheating. But <laughs> but being a comic reader does you no good for the most part because they change it up. Yeah, right. but I mean, a lot's very similar too, and this this story arc in particular has been pretty similar, just a little difference in character stuff that happens so you know it's all going to kind of follow this path for a while anyway. so who did Negan take if Daryl doesn't exist in the comic who does Negan take in the books I don't think he did if I remember correctly I don't think he really did this whole hostage thing at all he just, kinda... just from what I read isn't Daryl Tyrese in the comics or eh, kind of? not really I mean I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble if I say anything, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, here. Well, cause but we I, like I, it when you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. <laughs> like, because even though I haven't read them, I know certain things. Like, I know in the comments, Andrea's still floating around, right? Yeah. Um, and Carol's long gone, so. Yeah. You oh, say yeah. that with such disdain. Andrea's still around. <laughs> Well, I only know Andrea from from the uh, yeah, but she's cool the in the comics. She's not, you know, she's not. I hate, love to hate Andrea like she was. I keep going show. back and forth on whether or not I want to, I want to catch up on the comics yet. <laughs> well, you can start. I mean, it's it's kind of like Game of Thrones. It's like the first comics are going to be pretty close to the first season, right? Um, you know, almost spot on close, really. And you know, so they deviate here and there, but. I mean, it follows the same general path, but as I said, just different different characters dying at different times or not dying. Or, that's pretty right. much where most of the changes come in. So I, so I won't even... The comics like, don't have to deal with active availability and contracts. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. The comics don't have to pay Andrew Lincoln. I'd say just from just from the episode, yeah, I think Dwight is, you know, not a, a full zealot. I mean, how could he be? He's He's got a... You know, if it was one thing if uh, Negan did the whole wife trade thing and just shut up about it, but he's got to be a constant douche about it too. And uh, you know, not the maybe not the wisest thing for a leader. Sometimes you have to you know, and <laughs> try to make the I, people not hate you and fear you. you know? I think yeah, at some Dwight, point he really needs to stop twisting that knife. Yeah, I think Dwight sees. Daryl is an opportunity. Possibly, yeah. yeah. If he's going to escape, Daryl is going to be the way. Yeah. yeah, it could be. I think maybe that's why Sherry's glomming onto him, too. And you know, Daryl's probably going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember how that ended last time. I don't fucking think so. Like, I got I got the <laughs> feeling, though, after the uh, the scene in the little apartment. Yeah. Where De- after they take Daryl to the cell and Dwight's screaming at him. I get the feeling the undertone is, I am trying to help you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess it's whether it's more just kind of humanity or, yeah, personal, possible personal gain. Well, right, because Dwight can't actually, if that's what Dwight wants to do, he can't say that. Yeah. 
in the open. I get the sense but Dwight's, Dwight's pre- done everything he could to become Daryl. He's wearing his clothes. He's riding his bike. He's shooting yeah, the crossbow. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there is some of that. Although I, I also get the sense that Dwight's totally broken and totally like, this is all, you know, this is as good as it's going to get. I think he kind of buys into that. And he's obviously enjoying his, his Dagwood sandwiches. Some mighty fine, you know, mighty fine meal right there for the apocalypse. That is. If you get your pick and, you know, get to pick and choose from any survivors that come stay with you. <laughs> like, ooh, jar of pickles? Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> can of uh, pudding? 10-gallon can of pudding? Yes. I will have that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Should be an interesting episode. I think next episode is actually extra long, I was reading. Oh, is it? Is it going to be a Were they going an hour and a half? Something like that, yeah, or, or maybe just a little over, but um, maybe we'll get that scene they deleted from this one. Uh, that was weird. Yeah, uh, ten minutes on what happened to the motorcycle. Pretty much, yeah. It was just like, what, what you know, <laughs> would have been, they, they showed Glory crashing on an empty road for sake of plot device. You know, they couldn't have shown us him hit in a rock or something? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I can't imagine too much important happened in that amount of time, unless it's like, maybe he ran into Heath and Tara. <laughs> hmm, maybe cool. he tried to, maybe, maybe he bent up his, uh, well, I know he, he messed up the wheel. Did he beat up anything else? That's he all bent I really the rim and busted the spokes and he was holding his ribs when he was pointing the gun at that guy. Yes. Yeah, Maybe maybe he ran over one of the walkers or something. Uh-huh. Um, I think they would squish more than bend the rim. Yeah. Hmm. It takes a bit to bust out spokes and and do that to a rim. I don't think they pointed that out on Talking Dead either. I think Hardwick would have mentioned something like that. Hmm. Mysteries. Anyone got anything else, kids? Well, that's a short one. Those Hughes talk a lot. I thought it was all me, but I think they're kind of chatty Cathy's too. I'm trying trying, trying to think of what else. (laughs) The, uh... Back back to the uh, the apartment scene. Uh, did anybody think you know maybe Daryl should have just said I am Negan just to buy himself some time? Yeah, but I think he's drawn his. I think that's the point. He's drawn his line for himself, Sarah. I don't think he will. Yeah. No. I, I don't think he ever will. Which may end right. badly. Right. I don't. I don't think he ever will either. Because because then when I thought about that later, I'm thinking, you know what? Daryl isn't the master planner. He's not just, stupid either, though. I mean, no, but Daryl, but Daryl kind of just does. Yeah. But see, Daryl grew up with Merle kicking the shit out of him, so yeah, right. he's. This isn't anything new to him. No, that's true. I mean, unfortunately, between Merle and his old man, yeah. kicking the snot out of him, this is nothing new, and this isn't anything he can't ride out. Yeah, and, or and die. Like he, like he said to him, you know, like he like he said to Dwight, you know, I realize that you gave in because of somebody, but that's exactly why I can't. Right. Yeah. Because of somebody is is what how my yeah. head finished that sentence. So Be, yeah. he can't because of somebody, or because he has nobody to give in for. I uh, see. I I thought about that. I think it's because of somebody that it's like somebody he would he would think would think less of him if he gave in. You know whether it. Your brain go to Carol. 
Yeah, possibly, or you know, maybe, maybe. any of the family, really. You know, maybe just the group in general. Or because um, his actions got Glenn killed, and that's why he can't give in. Yeah, that that, that was why I felt like in yeah. the out in the uh, the first scene with Negan when he didn't flinch at the bat. Oh yeah, he, is it because he didn't scare, or because he didn't care if he lived? If I don't think Daryl cared one bit if he died right at that moment. No, I don't think he cared cared when he punched him. You know, in the circle there either. I think he's right. kind of always been at that that point. You know that he's he is going to hold on to himself. You know, even if it means his own death, that that's important to him. So, you know, cool. I'd, I'd like to think I had stones like that if that moment came for me, but I somehow doubt it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll be cowering in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir, Mister Negan, sir. <laughs> Whatever you want. I'm Negan. I'm Negan's niece. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Just don't hit me with that fucking bat, please. <laughs> I know I won't feel it for long, but <laughs> what I do is I'll, probably going to be pretty nasty. Sometimes <laughs> I like to think I'd be holding the bat, but I don't. I don't probably not. <laughs> I, I, I'm still not sure Negan works on the TV show. I, I love that Jeffrey Dean's getting to choose some scenery, but he's almost too douchey for like to be a realistic character. Because when it comes down to brass tacks, the dude is just mostly just carrying a bat around most of the time. Most right. of his minions have fucking assault rifles. Which which is what uh <laughs> which is what number thirty nine says. Yeah. Like, for there's like, for there's only one of him and yeah, all of us. Completely. And it's it's like, yeah, someday he's he's gonna say the everyone's a little stressed in the apocalypse, like all the time. You know? Right. Negan might just say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Like maybe the guy whose wife he's fucking and just bang. There you go, Mr. Leader. Now look at you. <laughs> Do the Tony. Look at you now. <laughs> Tony Montana. Your brain's all over the place. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be said, if I were a leader in the apocalypse, I think you have to have a good balance between brutality and democracy. You know, or a, a diplomacy, maybe. Uh, well, he tried to be nice. He got Daryl a straw. He was playing good cop, yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, because he's fascinated now. That's the thing with Negan, and that's that holds true in the comics, too. And the, and it's very similar in, in the comics to the... Daryl is a fly whose wings he has pulled off, and now he's watching it run around in circles. <laughs> kind of, but more than that, I think he just... he Like, as I said, the, the scene in the comic and him th- saying something to Carl on TV... Uh, about, you know, I can't... I don't think he says it exactly the same way on the show, but he says something like, oh, no way I'm killing this future serial killer. His story is too damn interesting. we got to let this one play out. You know? So he, like, discounts Carl right from the get-go because he's just like, this kid's like me. You know, he almost sees, like, Carl could be... You know, he he takes a shine to him, and I think Daryl's representing kind of the same thing. Uh, and, and thank goodness we have this show that they can kind of run with that a little more on a different character. But uh, yeah. I'm still a little worried for Daryl's continued survival because I don't think he will kneel, and I think it will come down to either him kneeling or him going to the wall or be, being made an example of or something. And Daryl will be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, he will be. In his own way. That's however will not. No, no, no most of the fans, <laughs> they, they better up their security forces at AMC offices yeah. before they pull that one. 
<laughs> I hate to say it, my, my worst uh, prediction for for next week is is Negan, you know, basically asks Daryl to kill one of the group to prove his loyalty or something. I almost feel like that's coming and that can't end well at all. Either any way it goes. <laughs> yeah, but after the way this episode ended, why would Negan take him take him on a run? I don't know, but that's that's in the next synopsis. So he's he's showing up with him in Alexandria for some reason. Because Negan told <clears throat> Negan told them that if they didn't have yeah what they were supposed stuff. to give, he was yeah. gonna. Cut off pieces of Daryl, or better yet, yeah, have Rick bring Daryl so he could do it. Yeah. Yep. He, so. he told Rick. He says, "Better yet, I'll bring Daryl with me, and that, and then you can cut off pieces of him." Right. And th- that's that's where, why he's taking him. Yeah, but I, I think he'd also take the opportunity to do his little loyalty test right in front of the whole group, you know, and then, and then maybe Daryl might get along. You know, go along to get along. If he's like, right. I think that would be the breaking point. That if he could save someone else's life by pledging loyalty, that that might be how it goes. But I don't know if Negan would believe that he's actually being loyal or not. <laughs> right, because when he's at the compound, it's just him. He only has himself to worry about. Yeah, maybe he's, that's why. Maybe he's trying to get Dwight to believe that he's not going to break, even if they, you know, threaten somebody he cares about. You know, and then. To try to take that off the table or something, but right. I don't think Negan's going to go for that either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stress again! How many days is it? One, three. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, only, only a couple. When, once I get this out, which will hopefully be tomorrow, right? Uh, but anyone got anything else? Predictions? No. You non-comic readers? Not I'd like to hear him so I can at least sit back and go, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't have any predictions. Like you fuckers that Red Game of Thrones did to the Red Wedding for the rest of us. Uh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you'd enjoy it. I did, immensely, but also had to call my therapist. Uh. <laughs> hey, will you see what happens here? Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. yeah. That escalated quickly. It did. All right, well, that's it for us on Easy Street, I guess, kids. This is your uh, Fear the Walking Dead cast. Enjoy the music right after this podcast. (laughs) No, don't run! (laughs) Nope, don't play that. Yep, that's it for another week, folks. Keep tuned in. We'll keep making them. Night now. Night. You've been listening to Fear the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. We're on Easy Street.